Welcome to the Paradise Paradox. My name's Kurt Robinson, sending you another direct message straight from universal consciousness down to the continent. From the general to the specific, it's time for you to get with it and open up your eyes and witness exactly what's occurring before you. I implore you, please do not ignore, dude. This is the raw truth. Today, Aaron's going to explain to us a little story, a little adventure that he had going to Thailand uh, just for some employee training, which ended up being a mystical experience, getting a whole new perspective of the man in the mirror. If you enjoy this, please head on over to donate.theparadiseparadox.com. If you find it funny, get a new perspective, see things in a different light, get a new idea, have a giggle, have a laugh. Enjoy it in any way, and please give generously suggested donation, $1 per episode that you like, donate.theparadiseparadox.com. Love you very much. Send, send my regards to your mother. Let's get into it. Welcome back. Welcome back, Mr. Battle. You've been on a, a mystical journey, exploring the depths of the oceans, uh, digging deep in the Mariana Trench, finding out what lies in the center of the earth and the center of your soul. Is that accurate? Or, yeah. yeah. Okay. It, it's extremely accurate, and it's a Kentucky tour I do not recommend. <laughs> Does that Don't mean you went it, with guys. a group? <laughs> uh, well, it felt like it. I was definitely multiple personalities. <laughs> no, it's, um, that, that's kind of a joke. I'm still here, but I'm changed. Like you know, it's it's very. It's, I think it's it's normal. There's a lot of things going on mm-hmm. at the moment. Um, a lot of perspectives, and you know, if anyone that doesn't have their head up their ass um, is confronted by crap, so time to make some decisions. And I had to make a few good ones. And it's it has shifted my my frequency, so <laughs> shit happens. Okay, okay. So you went to, you went to Thailand. Yep. And what can yeah, you tell I was, us? Yeah. Um, yeah, Thailand. Thailand's amazing. I mean, it, you know, if you're on my my face, you see a few photos there. I didn't post too much because I was too busy. I don't I don't like to take photos when I travel anymore. Uh-huh. I feel like you know you want it. It's like it, it it pulls me out of the moment. It's like oh, I'm here traveling. If you want to check out. Thailand, just go. Can you tell us why you went to Thailand? Yeah, of course. Um, it was it was work training. You know, like um, I started a new job. The head office is in Thailand, so yeah, we, we went over with a crew, and you know, to meet the the other you know the other guys that they work with, so we can just do a bit of team bonding. Yeah. Okay, that's all there is to it. No, well, it's <laughs> actually it's it's a quite it's quite a. Big slippery slide of uh, of craziness because yeah we I'm working for a tech company yeah um, and you know we're um, we're building the most sophisticated communications platform ever um, which is yeah it's going to change it's going to change the complete internet um, to a state where you'd think. Um, it's crazy, and I don't want to give too much away because we we will talk about it later. But okay. it's um it's it's very cool. I'll be dropping hints on Twitter, so 
if you're not jacked up with me at Battle AZ, <laughs> it's a new year. Well, that's I, I told <laughs> the other day, I told my, I tried to relay what you told me about this system to my friend Katie, and she was like, I, I, I told her, uh, yeah, he's trying to, uh, they're trying to make a new communications network or something, and she's like, so. They're building the internet? <laughs> That's like, exactly yeah. what we're doing. Yeah. Okay. We're building the internet for the first time. <laughs> All right. Okay. So so you're on a uh, time-traveling Thai mission to, to send the internet back in time um, so ARPA can, can make it in the 70s and, and we can enjoy its benefits today. Is, is, that, well, is that the story? Actually... Actually, you, you know what? I, I didn't want to go too much into this, but yeah. just to clarify, because it's very interesting. Like, it's it's ridiculous if you're into this space. It's like what the internet should have been if um, if DARPA was actually a, a private company and that and that actually, you know, needed to produce a product that was worth using, that was easy to use, and that actually made its own money on its own accord rather than just taking tax dollars. Hmm. So if you bolt all that together and you look at a company that's, you know, building value for people and actually taking care of internet problems because there's a lot of internet problems. We, we just use them, take it for granted. Like the internet is, uh, it's a good system. It's a piece of shit. Like really, security's rubbish. There's no privacy and, and we're getting raped for our information across all the social medias. Hmm. So, you know, once you, once you look at what the internet really is and the fact that most people don't even know what the internet is, they use what Facebook and Google Mail. Um, that, that's not the internet. That's two companies that have probably been hijacked. So once you step away from that, there's really not many companies on the internet that are actually producing value to do good rather than to, you know, rob you from your potential to make money on the internet through your own information. I know it's, it's a big slippery slip slide. So a slippery slip slide. Um, it's, it's the best kind. Yeah, no, it's, it's, it's slippery yeah. slip slide. Okay, yeah, the, the the one where you think you know what you what you're sliding down until actually, you know what it's like. It's kind of like the ones, um, you know, that park like an ice down, cream uh, sandwich on a hot day. It's they they're lovely, maxi bond style. You know the slides you step into like a cylinder, like a tube, um, and they shut the door, and the platform underneath you pops out. That's what we're working on. So, you know, when this is thing that, goes live... Is, is it's that a ride be... or a torture device? No, it's um, it was at Dreamworld. I don't know whether that place has opened yet since wow. the accident. Okay. It's No, it, it's intense. It's like, it's like a 40-meter drop um, straight down. And I'm sure they're around. I mean, it's, it's a simple design. <laughs> like, it's, like, it's like imagine like a, 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 a port-a-loo. Yeah. Um, open the door. You stand in there. <laughs> uh, they shut the door and the... The floor just falls out, and you just like free fall a bit, and then then the slide catches you. It's a big slide. Yeah, that's that's what Thailand was for me—a big bloody slide. And um, and now that I'm back, everyone's like, Aaron, you're a little bit different. Yeah. What happened over there? Do you want to talk about it? Yeah. Do you, do you and, want to uh, talk about it? Um, I will. I will for the for the sake of people that have noticed yeah. that things are different and and for yourself yeah. because it's it's very interesting okay okay so you so you'll clarify it a little bit for us as much as i can okay so what what has changed the the main thing that 
I mean, this is like almost like a metaphysical level of, of my personality because it's not, it's like it's physically not part of me and it's not even really the way that I, that I used to think. It's like I got a whole new ability to function while I was away and it came from a, a good place. Um, it comes from, from appreciation and compassion. Like what's, um, what's, what's happened is um, I went to Thailand and Thailand, like you know how we would, we've been raving for years that Mexico's magical? Yes. Thailand's a completely new flavor of, of magic. Mm. It's just, it's not Mexico, it's just different. You know, like Mexico's got amazing food and amazing people and like the experience you can have in Mexico are just uniquely amazing. Um, Thailand's exactly the same. It's just different. So, you know, like if you want to go to a destination and, and expand your, your world um, on more levels and just taking photos and enjoying a, uh, a mojito, then, uh, then you, know, you need to emotionally immerse yourself with the people. Mm. And, and that, that's like, you know, explorer travel. Mm. Um, so Thailand surprised me because I didn't expect the people to be so compassionate towards me and, and offer me... Like, you know how you always, when you look at somebody, you're really looking at yourself. Somehow, um, the, P, the Thai people are able to look at you and pull out a different level of what you are. And you go, holy shit, I actually appreciate it. They appreciate me. Mm. Um, and just the way they greet each other in the morning. Like, the people at the, you know, I, I, didn't, I didn't rough it. Like, I, I, we went to a five-star hotel and it, and it was amazing. But... Just having the, the guy that presses the button for you for the elevator to, to look at you and greet you um, in a way that I, I did look it up. It was something like um, the light in me honors the light in you. Namaste. No, there's another word for it. Is that what that is? Yeah. Yeah. That's, I feel like that's pretty much what it is. Yeah. Oh, well, the, anyone the that divine in me. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. So same, the, similar idea. And. and and I get that because when I was at yoga, you know, that's what the, the cool people would say to each other. <laughs> but um, but when you're in a country like this, you feel it. You really feel it. Like these people look you in the eye and they ask you, can I help you? And they literally mean it. It's not like I'm paid $8 an hour to say this shit. No, I want to help you because by me helping you, I'm helping myself in the bigger scheme. Wow. And it's amazing. It's like, and it hits you emotionally if you're open to it. Like, you know, I'm a pretty emotionally open, you know, chakras charged up kind of guy. Um, and it, it, it moved me. As soon as I arrived, I was like, uh oh, I'm in trouble. There's something going on here. And maybe I'm too open. Yeah. But there's too much energy. You, you mean like in the sense that, like, if you're too, too open to the, this, this kind of energy, maybe you'd be too trusting or too what, what could happen? No, no, no. It's, it's completely, um, subconscious. Mm. It's just, it's just this feeling of, um, it's like, imagine I would describe it like seeing really close family that you haven't seen for years, mm. but that's, that's the emotion that you project to somebody just saying hello. Mm. That's what I was feeling. I was like, but what's These the danger? There? Yeah, there, there is there is a danger because it's it's confronting in a way that I'm not even sure that I can put into words. Hmm. And you might you might need to help me here. Um, okay. Because what what happens is yeah. you feel energized, and and that that means you know you're not 
sleeping as much. Like you, you could probably go a whole week on on two to four hours sleep, yeah. and you're just so excited to you just can't sleep. You know, like you get home and you're tired, but um, but you wake up at something like five o'clock in the morning, like let's have another day. And I haven't had that. I've never had that on a, on a lot, whole week basis where you are, um, yeah, not sleeping enough. So, um, and and the, and it's not because I, I didn't want to. It's just because I was just I was just excited to be there. So what did you do with so your that, nights then? Like you, you um, only got to sleep around five a.m. or whatever. What were you doing? Oh, it wasn't that crazy. Okay. No, I, I mean, you know, like, like for me, going to bed at midnight's kind of normal. Hmm. But you know, I'm out, I'm out with a new crew. I'm, I'm doing a work thing, so you know, I, I would, you know, have a few drinks at the at the corporate lounge or you know by the bar until two a.m. and then go to bed and wake up at five a.m. Say now what? Now I go to the gym. And then, but, and that, that, that's fair enough when you do it once or twice, but when you do it all week, it's like, I'm not, there's something not right here. Like I'm going to, I'm going to die. Like I shouldn't be able to do this <laughs> yet. You wake up and you're completely fresh. All right. Put the shorts on joggers. Let's go to the gym and, and you back it up. It's like, so, um, yeah, that, that's, that's the effect that it had on me. I was just energized. Yeah. Well, if something like that happens, I mean, I, ha- I would have to wonder Maybe you are pushing your body a little too far. And it, like uh, if, if you told that to a, a psychiatrist or a psychologist, they might say, oh, uh, sounds like Aaron is manic. Um, what were, Do you think that, I mean, you were accessing a, a different part of your brain, which maybe, you know, obviously it's not normal, but was it bad? No. No, no, not not bad. But I thought the exact same thing. Yeah. I was like, "Is this what happened?" Because, um, I mean, people that have followed the Paradise Paradox know that we talk about um, a whole array of things that associate with consciousness and uh, you know mind altering perspectives and uh, everything from you know hallucinogenics to to mental illness and trying to gap that relationship. And I thought, "Holy crap!" I'm slipping. Something's going on here. And, you know, I think it's fine because I feel great. Um, and, and potentially I was potentially there was, there was something, um, like, I mean, let, let's just call it an instability of mental chemicals have been overstimulated. <laughs> okay. I'm not a doctor, by the way. But I'm that- just, just putting <laughs> words together. But that does make it sound like you, like maybe you were pushing yourself like you could have gone over the edge. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's that's what happens. And when when you know people that have experienced that, you you're aware that it's possible. Because when you don't know anybody that that goes through that, then there's no one telling you there's warning signs, or there's no one. There, there's not even a a compass to say, okay, um, you know this is not normal. Maybe you should wind it in a little bit. Mm. Yeah, um, yeah, and then and the, and the way that that I would gauge that would be: Am I waking up in the morning with with sore eyes or a slight headache, or have I got a sore throat? Like, am I depleted my like my machine's energy? And and if I am, then it, then it is. Yeah, call it an early night. You know, you don't need to go out every single night just because it's spring break. You can call it. You know, you can you can stay one night in. <laughs> um, but I wasn't feeling any of that. I was just feeling great. And and what's What's the pretty? What makes it a bit heavier is the while we were working, like it was it was like heavy boardroom discussion 
decision making um, training. Like, you know, this is like you know, is, this is more than just hanging out with a new crew. Mm. Like you know, you you are you're you're help, assisting in the facilitation of how you're going to launch a, a whole new company. Mm. So you know, it's it's quite heavy on the brain, and you know, making sure you're drinking plenty of water. We're, we're eating a lot of Thai food because. Um, you know, Thai food's high in salt, and when you're in a very high humidity, you 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 are sweating a lot. So you got to keep your salt levels up. Um, like I, I was conscious of all this, so I mean, I'm, I'm not I'm not being silly. Um, but we would be would be working ten hours a day, almost straight. Because even when you're not working, you're talking about work. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, that's pretty intense. Uh- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. So. Yeah, it's like you were a kind of uh, workaholic machine <laughs> for, well, for it's, a few it's naturally, weeks or for a month. It's naturally what happens when you're really passionate and excited about what you're working on. Yeah, it, it's it's somewhat like um, I, I feel like it was. It's like what Andreas Antonopoulos talks about when he when he cracked what's Bitcoin, right? And all of a sudden, it was like you forget to eat. And uh, he and he tells you exactly how it is because we've all done it. Yeah. <laughs> like every, like you know, some of like any of the uh, pioneers or any like even even people now. I bet there's someone now would come across like I've, I've been I've been hearing about Bitcoin and things and it all sounds great, but I'm not really interested. And all of a sudden it jumps up 300 bucks in a week, and um, I, I don't think it hasn't done that for a while. Uh, it has been, <laughs> it's been a good yesterday. <laughs> yeah, um, uh, until these last few months, and yeah. it's it's been um, yeah, it's been crazy again because all of a sudden uh, I haven't checked Google search results, but I'm assuming Bitcoin's gone up. People are trying to work out what that thing is, and I don't I don't care whether it's midweek and you work and you start work at eight thirty in the morning. If it's two o'clock in the morning, you're going to read at least a couple more articles. Like you're going to keep going to say. I don't, and it's just, it's just, I don't want to miss out. I don't want to miss out on the opportunity. And if you read 10 articles straight on Bitcoin, and you don't know what Bitcoin is, you can start to see a, a currency that's going to go to 10 grand. And when you look at the position and go, was $1,000 now and it's going to go to 10,000, all of a sudden you're looking at not what is it, how can I get it, where, what exchanges can I trade my fiat currency for it? And, you know, you lose yourself. So I experienced that again in Thailand. Um, just on my first week of, of work, which is amazing because I've never had, I've never started with a company that's given me that much energy. It's always been a traditional boring company. Okay. By the way, this company is in the crypto space, so ish. It's going to be very interesting. <laughs> a lot of, lot of cool things coming. I'm, I'm trying to think, like maybe there's some important lessons that somebody could, could gain from an experience like that. Because you did say, uh, you know, if, at, at certain times, you know, if you hadn't known that um, someone could go off the edge on, on an experience like this, go, going a little a little nuts or something, um, may, maybe you would have been – you wouldn't have known what to do or how to handle yourself. It was Is that something that people should be aware of if they do get into something that they're so passionate about and they notice they, they don't need to sleep anymore or something like that? Yeah. Yeah, you know, that, that's a very um – very sensible point because now is a very it's a very interesting crazy time and and these words don't have meaning anymore because I use them too much but now there's so much happening within the the realms of of technology and 
just change. Let's say change in general, because technology is pushing a lot of it. But just in the, the perspectives people have and what people are willing to accept in their lives has done a change. And I guess this is part of the the overall waking up of of the human race, which you can't deny. There's something going on there. But people get excited about things when they find out for the first time. You know, maybe the public education system isn't actually teaching you how to think, but rather than, but rather just showing you what to remember, things like that. Mm. Mm. Um, Only to forget so, it later. Yeah. Yeah. Just, just get, just get 10 out of 10. Your parents are happy and, and move on, but you don't know how to actually constructively think or generate creativity. That's, that's a different thing. But so, yeah, people, I think a lot of people can get excited about new stuff now more than ever because we're in those times. And even though I thought, you know, I'm, you know, no, no amateur here, you know, I've, I've been around the block. I know what's available and I know what's a, a slippery mind. So, um, yeah, I'm drinking plenty of water. I'm trying to keep my salt levels up. Um, I'm eating, I, um, there was, there was another, one other guy in the, in the crew. He, uh, he showed me where to get protein bars. So, you know, my diet's good. Like I was, I and mean, I'm back in the gym. So I'm feeling great. But what? Um, but I think even for somebody that's aware of all this stuff, what caught me by surprise was, you know, there was a few times where I thought this could potentially be um, an episode, let's say, where there's something happening that shouldn't be happening or isn't normal, and that I I probably have experienced uh, in in my use of uh, of drugs, right? So like, it- like you know, mind altering substances. So you you're so- saying you you were getting to a similar state. Uh, as if you had taken drugs, but you hadn't. Exactly. Yeah, and and I've done this before through meditation, and you know, you you do feel very uh, euphoric after a solid hour and a half of yoga. So it was kind of like this is this is normal. I'm just really engrossed in what I'm doing, but there, there's more to it because that that edge. At what point do you slip? Like, you know, if you're walking really close to a cliff, how do you know how stable the ground is underneath you? And and that's something that you can't measure because it comes on very quickly. So um, I, I will go into something that happened in the, the second week. It was, only, it was only two weeks of training. But in the second week, uh, unexpectedly, I pretty, it was mid-morning and I've gone to the bathroom and I'm still very, very hyped up. By this second week, I have slowed down. Like I'm not, I'm not partying every night. Not that that was the case, but to have perspective. Um, so I'm pretty back to normal sleeping hours. Um, and I wouldn't have thought anything of it except that sometimes these things happen and you, you do have like, you know, the, the WTH, the WTF, what is happening to me right now. That's very interesting. Um, as a psychonaut, I do like to explore that stuff, but you know, with friends, not at work, uh, in good company, um, possibly out in the middle of the desert, <laughs> and and with recording devices um, and with people that know what I'm doing. You know what I mean? Like, like you know, in an environment where you feel like if I slip over, someone's going to help me up. Not when I'm overseas with uh, with people I, I I can say I barely know, but I've spent a week with them and, you know, you, you develop trust quickly when you're intense with people, like every day, long hours. So, you know, you do build friendships quickly. Mm. Um, but what happened was I was just been to the bathroom and I'm washing my hands and I look into the mirror and of course you see yourself except 
I didn't associate what I was at that moment with what I was looking at. So it was exactly what you would see if you look at yourself in the mirror, except there was a there was an emotional detachment mm-hmm. from the the animal, I would say, mm-hmm. in the mirror. Because it almost felt like I was at a zoo looking through a plane of glass and I can see this human, you know, flesh animal um, because it's just a, a thing on that side of the window. And, and it was really weird because when I moved, it moved. <laughs> it, was, it was like, what, what's this, this intelligent animal doing on the other side of this plane of glass? It's copying everything I do. Um, so, and, and, and I, I looked, I looked away and I looked back and it's, it's, it was only, it was really, it was only a moment. It was only a moment that I completely slipped out and I didn't associate myself with that, with that thing that, well, me on the other side of the, the glass. But what was interesting was when, when that happened, I felt this overwhelming emotion of gratitude and I almost wanted to reach through and pat myself to say thank you for housing for housing me. <laughs> like, can, can you imagine this? It wasn't. It was nothing weird. It was just I was thanking the human being in which I live. Mm. I looked at myself in in the like. It was a twinkle in my own eye, and it was like my body talked back to me. And said, "No worries, bro. I got you back. <laughs> You're all right. You look after me. I'll look after you. Just don't rev me up too much." That's you know, that's like great. yeah, it's like you know, you're 31 years old now. You're not a spring chicken. Don't do anything dumb. You'll be all right. We've got another hundred years ahead of us. <laughs> so just, maybe, just keep the water more. levels up. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, maybe maybe a whole lot more. But it, but that was a really profound moment. Um, and at the time it was just like, whoa, that was interesting. Hmm. But as soon as I left the bathroom and I sat down with the rest of the guys at the the boardroom table, I realized that I had depleted all my energy. Hmm. So I've gone from being normal to being, uh, I don't know, 5am after a bender, like completely lethargic. My brain just wasn't like, I, I was, I was probably almost, um, I was I was self-conscious that I wasn't drooling or something, but I was completely like my body, my my functions, everything was really heavy, and I was just out of energy instantly. Like whatever whatever I did, cost me all my energy. And at that point, like, you know, I just sat there in in the train, and everything was fine. It was only pretty a couple hours to go before the afternoon wrapped up. Um, and, and I just I thought, you know, like oh, don't worry, I'll get my second wind, or I'll go grab a coffee, or whatever. I'll just eat, and I'll be fine. But everyone else in the crew noticed I was extremely weird, like mm. really weird. And um, I, I just, they'd ask me a question and I'd delay in tell, saying an answer. And the answer that I'd give them was, was just real basic. Um, it's like I couldn't make decisions. Like that, that's what it was. My brain was just out. I couldn't make decisions anymore. It was like, I'm starving. I'm out of energy. Aaron, you want to go out for dinner? Like it's dinner time. That's what you do, and uh, and my answer would be, yeah, I should eat. Like makes sense, right? Yeah. Yeah. All right. I was just I was very spacey. Okay. Okay. Um. And and I was trying to pull myself back together, 
Like I knew that I was acting weird and I told my crew, I said, I don't know what happened, but I'm acting weird and I'm sorry for that. So just deal with, with me for the moment. Like, I, was, I mean, you know, what can you, like the truth will set you free, right? Just be honest. Yeah. So I said, I said, I, I, and I, I didn't realize that little moment in the bathroom completely depleted me. So I wasn't aware until the next day I, I realized it was a big jump in energy. Like I, I could, in hindsight, I could see that I went from being normal to being brain dead. Right. You didn't like pass three hours in the in the bathroom staring at in the mirror, did you? No. Well, at least they didn't, they, they didn't notice if that happened. Well, no, let me let me know. let me offer some analysis here, and you can tell me if sure. if you think this is accurate or this is something people should take on board because it, it it does kind of sound like um, like you were feeling. Uh, really really full of energy and and everything uh and and that was great and and maybe because of that um you you skipped a lot of sleep and then you know you uh when you know when the the energy depleted it was like it was catching up with you um do you think that's accurate it it could definitely seem that way Hmm. but at least two nights before it was full night sleep like, oh. unless it's a complete delayed reaction. Like, it wasn't like I did this and then, then that happened. No, okay. the I mean, I was back to normal with sleep patterns and everything. This was like middle of second week. Okay, okay. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Maybe someone could, uh, knows more about sleep that, I mean, that's a bit of a controversial yeah. Um, yeah, perhaps. subject. Because people, people say sleep dead is a real thing and other people say it isn't. And I don't know what's right. Yeah. Um, but... Well, I was going to say um, maybe this applies, maybe not. But in the in this situation, because I I do think maybe more people are going to start to have not you know not exactly like your experience, but maybe something like it. Um, and I agree. Yeah. So so the thing is, you know, you might feel great. You might you might feel like you're over the moon and and you're full of energy. But um, rule number one is mine the organism so you still you still do need yeah. sleep and you still do need to eat well at least for now let's <laughs> it's it doesn't hurt you to eat in any case so you may as well do it <laughs> um very true and yeah my my mind the organism make it take care of yourself because if you if you um if if you start to get into one of these interesting mental states um then uh it's it's easy to go a little too far, um, and maybe you won't realize that you're putting yourself in danger until it's too late. So, uh, yeah. like like you you have that special moment there, thanking your body. Um, you know, it goes two ways. You need <laughs> you need oh, yeah. to you need to look out out for your body. Um, so these yeah these mind mind the organism. That's that that's the the lesson there so be careful um uh even though you even though you told me that it didn't doesn't really make sense until now like right now this very moment right like, it completely makes sense because even when you think you are you might not be mm. yeah yeah so you know if if you're going if you get like this these huge bursts of energy and 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 shit is going on and you're like oh i feel you know best i've ever been uh, it's best to probably just err a little bit on the side of caution, or like someone said to you, don't don't fly too high. That's another way of putting it. Mm. Um, yeah. Don't don't be Icarus. Um, just just pull back. It's all right to to let off the accelerator a little. <laughs> you don't have to yeah, pump just... the gas all the way. 
Um, <laughs> just be, just be cool. Yeah, be cool. I, I know we've been saying this for years, but it, it's so easy. Just, just be cool. Yeah, yeah. No, no one, no one's trying to win anything. <laughs> That's right. It's not. It's not a competition. Yeah. So, by the way, uh, uh, on another on on a tangent, I guess a, re- a, a relevant um, thing. I had a little um, odd experience the other day. I woke up and I was in sleep paralysis, and hmm. uh, um, and I guess. Um, let's see. It, it was very. I was very relaxed. It wasn't, you know, no old hag on my bed or anything like that. Um, and I guess I, I've had I've had sleep paralysis enough times now that I don't freak out and think, oh, what the, you know, and try to try to quit it Fight as quick it. as possible. Yeah. So it was just like I was in this very deep meditation, uh, and um, so by coincidence. Um, just the the other day, um, my buddy Leandro was was telling me about about how his his uh, significant other Kelsey gets um, paralysis sometimes, and and he's he's kind of jealous because he never gets it. Um, ah. And he says, "Well, that would be cool if I could do it, and then try to maybe try to um, have an out of body experience." So lying there on my bed, I'm like, "Hmm, I wonder what I could do," but. Um, I, I didn't I didn't get all the way, but what happened was I was like um, maybe trying to be aware of my hands, and I felt like my hands were kind of like floating around, and I was like, "Hang on, this is like I have four hands. Like these these is these are my spirit hands that I'm feeling. My my physical hands are still on the bed." Uh, and uh, I felt some someone like tugging on my rig, ring finger, like trying to like pull me out of my bed, kind of thing. Um, I, unfortunately, I didn't manage to to actually get all the way out. Um, part of it, it seemed like I was too focused on my breath because I was still, like I said, it was kind of like I was meditating, so I was uh, I was doing like deep breaths or breathing exercises. Um, and that kind of in- inhibited me. So I thought. I thought later on reflection, I was like, "Well, that's kind of a, that's that's kind of a, a cunt, isn't it?" Because like one thing, you get really deep in meditation by focusing on your breath, but then by the time you you want to leave your body, you're you're focused too much on your breath. You're too aware of your body, and, then, and so you can't <laughs> you can't get yeah. out. So it's like it's this weird. I don't know hurdle, a game of hurdles where you got to uh, d- jump over one and duck under another or something. So, <laughs> um, yeah, I, I guess all this kind of stuff. Um, I mean, on one note, I can see 2017 is going to be another year of crazy podcasts. <laughs> need, this is what we start with. Holy moly! Um, but it's, it's probably some people wondering, like, why. Can't you, why do people want to do this? Like, why would you want to have an, a paralysis moment, which is frightening for most people? But why would you want that to induce that, and then to see what what you can do? Well, um, that's that's the great question, isn't it? Because who knows what's really out there? I mean, if we really can have out of body experiences, I've I've had a I've had a couple. I think I probably talked about them. Um, have you had any? Um, well, 
just yesterday morning, I did something that was that. I mean, it was similar to you know just normal waking up. You know, when you we wake up and you're in that middle in between zone of uh-huh. I'm awake, but I'm still asleep. Yep. You can kind of slightly hear what's happening in the room or around you, but but you're still asleep. And um, I've actually been having a few issues in my back again just recently, and I and I went to stretch my arm up. I just opened my head, just rolled my shoulder back. Yeah. And when I did that, like I had a there was a pain in my shoulder. Like I've got a pain in my shoulder, except at the same time that I was like, "Ow, that hurt." I realized I didn't even move my arm. Like, I was just doing it in my head. Like yep. I was like, I don't know, can you call it a spirit arm? I mean, I'm not really familiar with these terms, but in my head, I was half asleep and I was like, my shoulder hurts. I better move it. And then it really hurt. And then I realized I never moved my arm at all. Yep. So, I don't understand. Is that just telling me that the pain in my body is just completely all in my head and then I should just forget about it? Well, that's a that's an interesting rabbit hole to dive down. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. I mean, that that's a, that's the most recent thing of its type that I've that I've had. But yeah, I mean I've had out of body experiences where you think you're someone else. It's just it's just like a think you're someone it's sometimes else. I get confused. Well someone else, somewhere else. Okay. Yeah, I've had I've had a full range of, of crazy like you know, where you wake up and look yourself in the mirror and go, that's not me. Right. Well that I mean that's you just described that for a second. <laughs> but yeah. uh, um in the yeah, exactly. in in the book, I think it's called "Journeys Out of the Body" by Monroe. Yeah, the, um, none of this shit's new to me. <laughs> <laughs> I was th- I was thinking about the, this book the other day. I haven't read it in years. "Journeys Out of the Body," and uh, what in one of the or in in a couple of the scenarios, um, he he describe well he describes these uh, three or four different locales. Um, completely different environments with with completely different inhabitants, and in one of them, uh, Monroe like serially uh, he 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 habitually fucks up this uh, alternate reality version of himself, or at least <laughs> that's what it seems like. Because um, every, every time, like, he, he he somehow enters this other reality and then he accidentally enters into the this uh, alternate reality version of himself, his his body, and then he's, he's like, you know, like... Um, like you were, you you mentioned before we started recording that the shower scene, which is what what yeah. you call it when you, um, like you 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 suddenly forget where you are. It's like a little absence seizure or something. Um, especially happens yeah. to uh, marijuana smokers. <laughs> um, really, that that could explain a few things. But it's like the shower cubicle becomes the whole world and everything's like yeah. high definition inside there. And it's like, wow, I can see the drops coming out of the taps. I can, I, I can see like the, the different shades of shiny on the tiles. Like, and, the, and it's just me in here. Like what's going on? Yeah. This yeah. whole world just for me. <laughs> yeah. It's like, like you, you wake up and you just realize, Oh, this is, uh, and, and you try to, uh, you try to play along, like improvise, like you've got this soap in your hand and you're like, what the hell is this thing for? And you're like, I don't know, but, uh, I'm scrubbing myself because that's that's what my muscle memory does. Um, that's what so, human beings do. So yeah, so you feel like, like an alien. Yes, yes. Just hijacked a human body, and you're like, "What am I supposed to do now?" Yes, <laughs> I, f- I forgot. 
<laughs> exactly. So so it's like you yeah, you just you've just woken up to this whole whole new situation and you have to deal with it as best you can. Um so that's what would happen to according to his stories, that's what that's what would happen to Monroe, except he actually was waking up in an alien body in an alien world with no idea or context of what was going on. And this uh, this alternate version of Monroe was like uh, was a, a kind of scientist. And uh, there's one scene where he describes. Um, so let's see. He's uh, there's there was one one scene earlier where he's. Uh, he, the alternate reality version of Monroe is talking to his girlfriend and his girlfriend is angry because there's this weird thing that always happens to to, Mon, to this version of Monroe um, that uh, he that causes him so many problems in, in his life, which is, I mean, if, if you fill in the blanks, the, the weird thing that's happening is that Monroe enters this body and fucks shit up. Um, so then, the, then later, the scene, the scene is they're in the laboratory and they're like trying to get funding for a big project. Uh, and Monroe's girlfriend walks in because she's like the the administrator or something, and, and uh, she walks in with a potential investor. And and just at that moment is when Monroe enters the body of of his double uh, and is and they're like. Oh, and here is Monroe, and he's going to show us uh, around the laboratory. And he's like, ah, but, but, <laughs> you know, just uh, jump, immediately jumped into that alien body, not knowing what to do. Yeah, see, you, you said these kind of episodes are going to happen to more and more people. Well, that's that's a hunch, um, but who really knows? <laughs> well, I, I I know from my experience. Any of these episodes that are now happening are a lot more intense. Hmm. Hmm. I mean, to to the point that I've really pulled back on um, on everything that could be altering my state of consciousness, and um, and I mean, I, I just I just think it's best to to be cool. <laughs> like, just I, I don't I don't need to be messing myself up. Sounds reasonable. Yeah. Um, and, and I mean, and, and that's, that's, you know, to the point that I, you know, I, I don't mind doing a meditation in the morning, even five minutes to just check in and what are you, what are you doing today? And it seems really basic, but that, that just changes your whole day. Mm. Yeah. Sounds good. Just be careful guys. Look after yourself. You know how it is. <laughs> Mind the organism. Everything's possible. Mind the organism. Rule number one. Mind the organism. Uh, cool. Uh, yeah, I guess that's all we've got to say today, unless you have some final About, notes. Um, no, no that that was that was the story. <laughs> there, there's okay. there's a lot more about about Thailand, and I guess what it, it honestly caught me by surprise because I thought I thought I'm well traveled. I've seen it all. I did. I didn't expect to be um, just hit with you know these rays of compassion and and have my whole perspective shifted on the world because that that ties into something else that i think we'll go into in a further episode about finding a much higher level of clarity Hmm. because i was able to work um, i was opened up emotionally to work from a different place in myself where all of a sudden i was empowered to make decisions on things that normally i would dismiss Hmm. okay that's 
I'm not sure what you're getting at, but I guess we'll have to explore that another time. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I, I don't, I don't want to leave it. So it's like, you know, oh, that sounded really cool. <laughs> I wish I knew what, more about that. But, but essentially it is, um, if you feel really good, all of a sudden you want to help other people feel good too. <laughs> and then you realize a lot of people are feeling really bad and you realize you've got a lot of work on your plate. <laughs> that, that's, that's, kind of, that's kind of what I went through. It's like, there's, there's a lot of, lot of work a lot of work out there in this big world if you're willing to fix it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, great. Uh yeah, thanks for thanks for sharing the story with, with us, Aaron. And that's cool. Well welcome back. Welcome back to you to the Paradise Paradox after your leave of absence. <laughs> oh yeah, no, it was a nice break. Take a holiday. Yeah. That's good. Great. <laughs> <laughs>